Hey, cool dude, can I play too? Uh, uh, it's only a one-player game. Well, then how come it says second-player score? <laughs> You're listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Nerdpunk's Second Player Score. Alright, so here we are with another episode of Second Player Speaks, the official podcast of Second Player Score. I am Brian, and we have Kyle and Dan. We are on our every other week schedule for the moment because, as we talked about last time, we're in the middle of boot camp for our next studio session next month in which we will be recording the Spring Suite. Listen to us speak. <laughs> for the, our next album. Um, and uh, anyway, before we get started, I just want to uh, memorialize this moment that uh, the Seattle Mariners are back in the playoffs. <laughs> woo woo. The curse is broken, man. Yeah, goddamn. Oh, it was so it was so good. Um, <laughs> you know, like I, I think we've talked about the Mariners on the show before. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. know, we're all fans. You know, I, I've been a I was a Mariners fan. You know, shortly after I moved up to uh, Vancouver, Washington, in two thousand, because when I moved up here, it was like. They were winning. They were good. You know, they had Ichiro. They were, you know, they were making mm-hmm. the playoffs, and they had like four straight winning. So I was like, okay, fuck, I can get on this bandwagon. And then after that, <laughs> they went down the tubes and uh, uh, missed the playoffs for you know uh, many, many, many seasons, um, culminating in my, my frustration came to a head in 2018 as you guys know we're just going to explain this for the readers when in september of that year when they were eliminated that was the 17th straight year of missing the postseason i got so frustrated that i wrote a uh, a whole screenplay about how there was an actual curse on the team (laughs) and that there were two mariner super fans in seattle who were just as frustrated as i was and went out on a quest on a modern day quest to find the curse and get it lifted so <laughs> um so four years later here we are mm-hmm. and the curse is lifted so yeah. or you know it it they, it, it, they, it got lifted and they they somehow you know they, they worked their way out of it it took four more years but uh, here we are and boy it was it was a it was a really cathartic mm-hmm. moment there um yeah it looks like that project got pushed to the top of the list huh? yeah <laughs> we'll talk about that more later at the end of the show but uh, second only to uh what the what was it? The curse of the great Bambino. Yeah, there's there's all there's actually all kinds of baseball curses, and there there nobody ever said that there really was a curse on the Mariners except for no. us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not mm-hmm. that I could tell. I mean, like people say it in you know conversation. There was never like a formalized you know thing, right? Like with the Red Sox or oh whatever. yeah, well there's but, a ton of superstition in sports. But no. yeah, but well, I mean, yeah, 20, especially baseball. Twenty years of not making the play, and then finally on this the twenty first season after they last made it in two thousand one. They are in, and it is such a big relief. Uh, Torin, my son, actually was—he was watching the game at his mom's house. He uh, like v- videotaped live or taped live the walk-off home. They, they they won on a walk-off at the bottom of the ninth, of course, because that's the only way. You know, <laughs> that's the only way that you have to do them. Be be fucking dramatic about it. And he somehow he was like filming it. And he I guess he knew it was going to happen, and so he caught that moment on on camera. Uh, watching cool. him taping it on the TV and stuff, so I was like, "Yeah, that was, that was uh, awesome." He knew the curse was going to break, man. I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was probably a good thing that you know I played baseball as a kid. I was really bad. Did at you? It. Oh, uh, I was terrible. At it. But <laughs> it's probably a good thing because uh, it would have fed right into my OCD tendencies as a kid, and uh, I, I would have just made me worse. 
I would have been like, <laughs> I, I feel like I would have been at like Greg Maddox level OCD. Uh-oh. I mean, that, that, <laughs> dude, that guy was like, I, I don't know if you ever like caught any of his routines or habits or like things he had to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, lots dude. of lot, there are a lot of baseball players. Oh like yeah, that, so. I, mm-hmm. I've heard of a few, but I, I I think Greg Maddox was the one that stuck out to me the most. I mean, <laughs> like this guy's whole day was just filled with having to do things a certain way, or, or you know. Always lost, you know. It was like, right, oh my god, yeah. I'm really glad yeah. that I sucked at baseball because <laughs> if I was good at it and got, you know, into like minor league or the pros, man, I would have just gone off the <laughs> fucking rails. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So anyway, congratulations, Seattle Mariners. Uh, best of luck in the postseason. Hope you guys go far. Um, so anyway, okay. So if you've been listening to the show, you know that every time we do the show, we talk about our three favorite subjects. We talk about a punk band or rock band. We talk about something from pop culture and we talk about and drink beer. All right. So this week, uh, for the band, we are, uh, going further and further down the, uh, Jesse Sendejas rabbit hole because, <laughs> uh, or, or the trilogy, the Jesse Sendejas trilogy, I guess, mm-hmm. because this is a recommendation from, uh, uh, Brent Sanchez, who is one of our fans on Facebook. Um, who I guess heard our previous episodes where we talked about uh, Days and Days and Escape from the Zoo. And these are like, you know, Houston-based folk punk bands, um, you know, fronted by uh, this guy, Jesse. And so, uh, you know, Brent suggested, hey, you know, Jesse actually has a third band (laughs) called uh, (laughs) Chad Hates George. And we're like, okay, (laughs) we'll we'll go go check that out. So uh, we did. And yeah, I mean, they, you know, I guess I mean you know they're they are also folk punk and they have you know have a lot of cool uh, you know like screaming and washboards and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff going on. Um, I guess they're not. There there was a um, they they were kind of a short lived project. I guess they only had like two releases. They had a um, an, an album back from 2015 and uh, like a split EP with a couple other bands in 2016. And otherwise, they haven't been heard from much. But I mean, what they did, the, the output that they did put out was uh, you know pretty much uh you know what you would expect <laughs> and mm. it was a lot of fun so um, yeah um i like their uh if you go to their facebook page they had their their description their about description thing it says uh george hates chad too i'm gonna figure out what that is about i mean like the origin stories of all these names there's always something epic behind it right yeah (laughs) Yeah. this also sounds very diy just like how they had um uh, days and days Mm -hmm. how you can hear like the like that raw sound with the acoustics and all that but it's a little bit more melodic i can kind of see why Mm -hmm. they had to put it into two separate categories Mm -hmm. but yeah there's that that same scream that's in there it's like oh there he is yeah. There he is. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. It must be pretty cool just to have like this group of friends and family you can just rotate with. Like, hey, let's make an album. What are you doing Thursday? Hey, let's make an album. Right. Hey, yeah. what are you because doing? they are like, very DIY, and you know, mm-hmm. they just like 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 we mentioned before with the other bands, they just get in get together in like like a garage like this or whatever, or the father's you know basement or whatever, and they just, they just record stuff. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And I mean, I know something a little about the uh, the being in multiple bands thing. You know, like when we first started, I was in two other bands at the same time. Oh, I think you were in. I was in three. You were in th- yeah. three other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was in uh, Demir Item Nine. This one. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I, I was in uh, um, Walk on Gray and mm. Bellwether. See, and <laughs> see what a swing shift killed. God, could have juggled three. Yeah. You know, but, <laughs> yeah but, but the song I really, really liked was these two chords because it was actually just a two chord song, which we can relate to we're just recording four chord songs. Right. And I'm like, holy crap, they just upped the ante with a two chord song. And it slays. <laughs> it, it's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but we're doing like, 
an entire album yep. of four chord songs. So there's, that's definitely different. Although uh, any song with just two, two chords, if you can pull that off like they did, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that was one of those change the world inspirational songs too. So it was like, hey, it's right? pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> happy so. upbeat package with just two angry chords and like uplifting lyrics. It's kind of like what we do. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. I do like the minimalist approach. Like you don't need a bunch of fancy bells and whistles. Like mm-hmm. we got these two chords and we're going to make a great song out of it. And I like that. But yeah. So anyway, yeah. So that, I mean, that, that is the, uh, that, that is the, that completes the Jesse Sendejas trilogy. <laughs> and Unless there's another one we don't know. Yeah. Of. If, if there's, right? there's, Brent, if there's another band, let us know about <laughs> that too, because, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun to check out. So yeah. Um, so Chad hates George from Houston. I, I wanted to mention before we moved on that, uh, this is our first podcast in a long time, maybe ever with uh, Kyle with short hair. Yeah, I was about to say, um, <laughs> I don't know if this is actually Kyle or a simulation of Kyle or like <laughs> yeah. someone uh, went all replicator on no, it. No, no, no. Well, it's uh, the first one in a long time. So, but when we first started doing this, I was still cutting my hair. Is that right? Yeah, but. Have we been doing this that long? Yeah. I, I guess so, yeah. Before COVID. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, February 2020 was the last time I cut it. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, you, you must have lost like eight pounds of hair, dude. Like, yeah. It looks good, but man, that's a, that's a shock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the next day getting into the shower was weird because, of course, first thing I always do is get my hair under there, and then I would like, you know, go and get all <laughs> my hair in the back wet. Uh-huh. So when I go and I, you know, run my hands back to the back of my head to go grab the ponytail, there was nothing there, and it was like, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to th- say, like, did you do the thing that like, you – Put a whole bunch of shampoo with it. Yep, oh, yep, what, yep. Not, what am I, I going to do with this? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so what am I doing with half a pound of shampoo? I'm like, yeah. you got to do like yeah. the awkward like bottle suck to get it back in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I know how that goes because I used to have long hair, but now I, I don't. I, could, I couldn't grow my hair if I if I really wanted to. So anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. So Chad hates George from Houston, Texas. All right, uh, moving on to the pop culture section of the show. Uh, this is a Dan suggestion, and it is a, a horror comedy from 2017 on Amazon Prime called uh, Dave Made a Maze. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, um, how did you how did you find this? It was actually under the horror section because they all this spooky like like the like Netflix, Amazon. They all started to ramp up their horror stuff like like mid September that kind of stuff. Mm. So I was kind of just scrolling through and being like, all right, you know, let's. Let's do this. I'm going to stream some scary games and crap. Might as well get into the, like, see what this year post-COVID horror stuff looks like. Mm-hmm. And then that popped up. I'm like, whoa, that's kind of weird. Like, it's it's horror, but it's not, but it is. But yeah, it had it, it's, a, it's a unique thing. Like, it's, it's something kind of original. So I was like, oh, all right. Maybe the guys would like this. Yeah. yeah it, was, it, was fun. it was fun. Like, after I watched it, I was like, I want to make a maze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really do. I want to get fucking cardboard and you know, get get all that, us us together and you know construct the thing and you know, like go crawling through it. Oh yeah, it's like making a fort. Like everyone made forts. We all yeah, did. You yeah. know, blankets, chairs, and like. Oh yeah. Um, well, Dave made a maze. Is about him actually making a maze, like, right, a labyrinth, right. like bigger yeah. on the inside, like right. literally like like the labyrinth, like David Bowie labyrinth, right. booby traps. We should, and we all should that. back up and tell our listeners that uh, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the movie is about a guy who uh, builds a cardboard 
maze in his living room and on the outside it just looks like a small fort but when you go inside of it it's this huge ass labyrinth like you just said Mm -hmm. lucky you don't get lost yeah with a lucky to make it out alive there's a minotaur and everything (laughs) (laughs) right there's a minotaur (laughs) and we all uh, turned into paper bag high five yeah Yeah. high five When you get killed, oh, there's no actual God. blood. There's like confetti and right. yeah, and, yeah, and streamy paper that like goes flying everywhere. It was like the first bloodless horror movie I've I've seen. Yeah, like, I, I, like, it's, yeah. I I mean, I guess it fits under the horror just because they have specific elements. Like like if they were to use different visuals, it would have been horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, but yeah, definitely more on the comedy side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there was a severed head. Some guy got impaled on spikes, but all this, like, like was it, like, silly string or pink silly string yarn came flying out of him. Right. So, yeah. Like, so, yeah, the gore is intended, but, you know, it's... it's, it's yeah, it's a suggestion. <laughs> well, they say, like, what happens? You turn into a craft project? In real- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you guys ever done, like, I mean, I'm sure you must have done something like this, right? Like, as a kid or whatever, like, build some kind of fort or whatever or oh, yeah, oh yeah we're always trying to build stupid rube goldberg kind of things just to like <laughs> if i touch this how can it make five other things move uh-huh. like then at the end like a little stupid little thing happens you know <laughs> like it'll turn on a faucet or something or yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah my buddies and i would always make forts okay and then um you know when it would snow in the winter and they would um you know plow the like side streets and stuff and you'd have like all the berms where they drop the snow hmm. we would dig those out and make forts out of those okay so that oh, was pretty man. cool yeah you dig all that out and then you'd go out there with like um a spray bottle and you'd squirt the inside with water and then it would f- instantly freeze hmm. and it but it would harden up the oh, so cool. the you know it'd be something structurally safe yeah 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 and uh because i mean it was a lot of snow i mean if this stuff fell in on you probably you know could potentially be enough to mess you up but uh we'd get them strong enough to where uh, a couple of them we had like people would not realize that it was a fort and they would like drive their snowmobiles over them Uh and they would they were fine like (laughs) oh shit yeah (laughs) you're just making jumps in the middle of the block yeah like Like, i remember one day watching somebody i was outside and i see someone like approaching on a snowmobile and i'm like oh shit they're gonna crush the fort right and they just drove right over it <laughs> everything Damn. was fine see those are the kind of forts i was always jealous of like watching snow days movies in hawaii i'm like i'm never gonna get to do this yeah yeah <laughs> you're like damn that looks like that's a fort you're actually making it you can't do that with sand i mean you, you sort of can but it always caves in and then you're on the news because the right. fire department had to show up <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, so for Dave made a maze. Uh, I want to mention that it won actually a 13 film festival awards. Oh, I am not surprised <laughs> at all. Um, and it has an 86%, I think 80 something percent approval on, on Rotten Tomatoes. And yet um, it didn't do very well at the, at the box office. Um, I guess it, its budget was like a half, half a million. And then it made only like 34,000 at the box office. I, really? I think, I mean, it's a good film, but I think it's a, like you said, it's kind of a unique premise. And maybe, like, mm. people just couldn't kind of, like, is this horror? Is this comedy? What is this? And they, they had a hard time categorizing it. And maybe that led to, like, not too good word of mouth, I guess. Maybe. Or, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I can see where it would get a little confusing with with that one. But, yeah, I'm, st- I'm surprised 
that it didn't do any better than that. I mean, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But, I don't know, we, you know, we saw the trailer and uh, we recognized a couple of the actors in there, so mm. we were like, oh yeah, we're in, you know? Especially the guy that was uh, filming the whole thing. Oh, yeah, the so, filmmaker. So, <laughs> uh, we've seen another movie with him and it really liked him and then also he was... Um, uh, one of uh, Dwight's half-wit friends in um, the office. Oh, and we really, we really okay. liked him in there too. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So when we saw he was in there, it was kind of like, ah, well, this is at least worth a shot just seeing him in there at all. Mm. And then, um, then we recognized a couple other of the actors uh, further into the trailer and so i mean we were, we knew we were gonna watch it and then i think we just kind of forgot about it and then dan's like hey have you guys seen dave made a maze i'm like that's on our list my i guess we're watching it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah i'm glad we watched it too it was it was fun and uh yeah i i guess maybe uh in streaming it can make up for lost time on you know from the right. box, box office because i can't imagine this movie would just go unnoticed mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's really mm-hmm. well done yeah yeah for sure all right okay so that is uh dave made a maze on amazon prime check that out okay uh so moving on to the beer i brought the beer and uh <laughs> it's from mother earth brew company which is uh i don't think we've had them on the show before oh i never heard of them um they are uh in vista california and nampa idaho and the beer is cali creamin vanilla cream ale <laughs> creamin <laughs> is that a euphemism <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but uh but yeah it's a it's a vanilla cream ale it's a, it says tasting notes vanilla bean uh, cool and crisp, smooth finish ale with natural flavor added, uh, 5% alcohol. And, um, yeah, the, the can has a, like a VW bus with a surfboard, I guess. So, um, a- anyway, I, the, this is a, when, when I drank it, I was like, uh, it was a kind of very dessert kind of beer. Like, yeah. it has a really strong vanilla finish. Very. And, um, it's yeah. really kind of addicting because, like, I, I had one. And then, you know, I, I had dinner and all that kind of stuff. And then, like, usually I don't drink. Usually I save the rest of the podcast beers. But then afterwards, I was like, I can still taste that beer in my mouth. I'm going to drink another one. <laughs> so I had another one. And the day after, I still had the fucking taste in my mouth. Huh. <laughs> it's, that, it's, it's a very strong vanilla flavor. I'm not, it's not bad. It's, it's, it's good. I, I like it. If you like vanilla, I mean, this is fucking vanilla to the max. Um, you know what this reminds me of? Those white rabbit candies. To have that that the paper, the mm. edible rice paper around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that reminds me. Yeah, of. very sugary. So yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, I know we have like other dessert beers that are like you know like with the stouts with our chocolate or whatever. Yeah, this is kind of the vanilla version of that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I I I really like it. Um, I know we've talked about vanilla before, but like, is it bean extract? What is the? Uh, uh, I think traditionally. People use vanilla bean. You know, that's mm. that's the best way to do it. Um, but I don't know if you get into like, you know, where you're brewing like, you know, a thousand kegs of this stuff or whatever, you know, 
uh, maybe extract would work better. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure that there comes a point where having actual vanilla beans maybe is not cost effective. But then again, uh, a little goes a long way with the actual vanilla bean. Uh, you know, that's what I use. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, if I ever get the chance to, or I'm brewing a beer that requires vanilla, I just get a bean and cut it down the side and open it up and let it sit in secondary uh, for a couple of weeks and and away you go. Oh, you just need like one bean? Oh, yeah. You don't really? Need much. Oh. And you can use it over and over again. No oh, shit. Oh, really? There's tons of, there's like so much flavor in vanilla bean. You can reuse it over and over. Wow. Hey, that can be a thing then. You got to use the same bean for the next like five brews or something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I don't know how far you can get. Um, but I know like, um, uh, I've heard of people like that you make their own vanilla for like baking and stuff. Mm. Like we're making some right now. Uh, we have been like for, I think a couple of years, they've just been sitting in the window, um, with the sun. But it's just vodka and um, vanilla beans. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, but I've heard that you know when that's when that's done, we should be able to take those vanilla beans and put them into another thing of vodka and use those over again. Oh. I, I don't know how many times that would happen, but mm. you know, to some degree, yeah, they 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 have that much flavor. So, um, but yeah, I've used um, vanilla bean for uh, usually. I don't think I've ever had a beer that I made where vanilla was the primary flavor, but I've used vanilla because it's a really great way to make uh, like a chocolate stout taste more chocolate. Uh-huh. Yeah. You don't use very much. In fact, unless you know that there's vanilla in there, you shouldn't even be able to taste it enough to know that vanilla was added. Mm. But for whatever reason, it makes the chocolate stand out so much more. And I just ended up stumbling across that by accident. So, hmm. but yeah. Mm-hmm. So ever since that one beer that I did that with, uh, anytime I do something that's got chocolate in it, uh, I throw in a, just a little bit of vanilla bean, and it makes just brightens up that chocolate flavor so much. Cool. It makes it smell like cotton candy too. Like I can't get over that. <laughs> I've been like inhaling this thing this entire time. Yeah, the, what is that? I tell you, the, the, the taste like just it sticks in my mouth. Like I, I, I tell you, like even the next day, I could still, I could still taste it and everything. It's and like it's, the crunchy glaze of a donut sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But I mean, it's good. It, you know, it still has that ale taste to it, and um, you know, kind of like that cream, you know, the cream ale flavor and everything. So yeah. But yeah, uh, it's not bad. Yeah. I don't think I would have ever thought to add vanilla to uh, not a stout or porter. Really? Yeah. That's what's tripping me out, I think. I'm like, yeah. it, this is clear, and my brain is confused. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not what I'm expecting, just visually and then flavor-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, where is this flavor coming from? Right, you know? yeah. So I would have never put them together, but I, they seemed to... I mean, they were pretty successful, so... Uh, then again, I'm the idiot that tried to put chocolate into a Saison. <laughs> you know, I mean, I ended up saving it, making it something else. But, um, but yeah, these guys did really, really good. And I, like I said, I would have never thought to do this, but it definitely makes, uh, like you said, like a, uh, like a good dessert beer, mm-hmm. like something good mm-hmm. for after dinner. Um, and, but it's still light. 
Yeah. Without, yeah. you know, because if you do a stout or a porter, you get like that dessert beer, but sometimes it can be a little much. Right. You know, especially if dinner was big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, this is a little lighter and you still get that kind of sweetness. Yeah. It's not not as decadent as yeah. some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. But and again, again, it's only 5% alcohol. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, like like you were saying, yeah, I mean, it looks like just like a regular pale ale or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah, it does have a very intense golden color to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that has anything to do with the vanilla, but yeah, it's like really super intense, like golden. So, but yeah, cool. So Good yeah, so that's the uh, Cali Creamin. Vanilla cream ale from Mother Earth Brew Company. All right, Uh, I got I got it from Bevmo, by the way. Oh, sweet! Yes, neighborhood Bevmo. I had a feeling that you must have been at Bevmo with the rarity of this. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like, man, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, Good can too, because uh, it definitely gives you uh, summer vibes. Right, which yeah, we seem to be on the tail end of. I mean, it's still it's, it's October, but it's still nice and sunny out and blue skies. So we're right. It was downright hot out in the sun today. I'm like, yeah, yeah. What? What is going on? So extended summer here. So yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's why I figured. You know, like I, I, you know, as we're as we're winding it down before we switch into start switching into things like you know like ambers or stouts or porters or whatever for you know for the oh, winter, yeah. fall and winter. Then we'll do one. You know, one last uh, hurrah. Yeah, With before a, all the strong beers this season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Okay. So, um, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the end of another episode of Second Player Speaks. Although we have more things to talk about, which is namely um, uh, we are going to be going through um, a kind of a rebranding process. I don't know. If, did we talk about this last time? Maybe we no. did. Maybe we hinted no, at it. Not really. Um, which uh, the, the story behind it is it's kind of funny because um, where are we on time? We got lots of time. Um, so yeah, so uh, we we've we've been talking about this before, and you, you you've heard on the show that whenever I always say you know we are a band, but we are more than a band, and we do this and we do this and that, mm-hmm. and uh, you know so we have been kind of working toward kind of uh, just you know kind of positioning ourselves as you know not only a, a band but a like a multimedia uh, production team, which I know I've said many times before on the show, um, but then like a, I guess it was a few weeks ago, like Facebook sent us a notice in the emails saying that uh, your account is going to be disabled or whatever yeah our gray our gray account <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we thought what the fuck like are you, they're gonna we thought they were gonna like disable our facebook page you know the second player score banned facebook page mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so we're like well shit okay so then we decided well you know we had put so much effort into growing that page that well you know maybe this we'll, we'll just look look at the positive side and we'll see the opportunity in it and say okay well maybe this is a chance for us to just kind of you know really fully embrace the whole rebranding make a new brand new page and just you know be totally you know totally lean into the whole multimedia production team aspect of it uh, so you know I, I wrote up a new bio and new description we we made plans to do all this new stuff and then we found out that the gray account was not the band page. It was just Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere along the lines, my administrative uh, link to my personal page turned into a gray account. I don't know why or how, but yeah, they're like, no, nope, we're going to get rid of you. And so, but I mean, honestly, I mean, the way that the, the notice, the email notice read, Made it sound like it was going to be our oh yeah page, it really, yeah right? it definitely did but then yeah. it was like uh, what was it oh so they so they did some big update to the way it's doing pages now and so it's like hey 
you know, I, I go onto the page. It's like, hey, guess what? Things are new here. Come check it out, right? So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll take the tour. And so as I'm taking the tour, <laughs> uh, they go and they show you the one of the settings, and it's got Dan and Brian and this gray account. <laughs> and I'm like, well, these are the administrators. And I'm like, well, where's my... Oh, hey. <laughs> I'm gray. It's me. It's not second player score. So then, of course, you know, I'm like, well, I'll just add myself back in. Oh, let's let's be smart about it. Come on. Facebook doesn't make anything that easy. It's not going to let you make you an admin. So I have to call Brian. Brian, <laughs> can you make me an admin again? So anyway, so now we drop the gray account and everything's good. But... Since we were already in the process of rebranding, why not just continue? Right. Yep. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, so we get to keep our page and eat it too. Or I mean, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, you know, so we're going to be, uh, you know, f- we're putting up like, like a new masthead photo and everything and kind of, you know, really kind of just leaning into and emphasizing the fact that we do all this, this other stuff. Uh, one of which is that aforementioned screenplay that I talked about at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> which uh, originally was called uh, Jinx. You know, like, you know, a jinx on the team. But later on, I changed it to uh, try again tomorrow because I felt that kind of encompassed it, uh, the, you know, the whole theme of the, of the story a little bit more, you know, where the theme is, you know, like, about hope. You know, and like baseball is a thing where you know, if you lose today, you, you can come back again and try again tomorrow. And I, I also like that line because it's a line from a Jane's Addiction song. And as I was researching it, there are actually a bunch of other um, bands with or artists with a song of that title and I think wow it would be a fucking amazing if we could get all these songs like on a soundtrack <laughs> to hey. uh, you know to, to the to the movie if, if this screenplay got produced as a movie we could have these bands and their songs you know all you know try again tomorrow you know all, all on the soundtrack so uh, so anyway so that's one of the things that we did I, I actually worked on turning the screenplay into like a no- novel or a novella uh, where I, you know, I, I wrote it out as you know, in a long f- novel form. Mm. Um, I actually got that done. Um, nice. It was a, it's a novella. It's short. It's like about a hundred pages. Because I didn't, uh, I didn't bother like writing a whole bunch of flowery descriptions. I just kind of like almost kind of verbatim from the from the screenplay. But mm, uh, mm-hmm. but the funny thing about going through that exercise was that it pointed out like a bunch of holes in the plot. <laughs> hey, perfect. <laughs> where, like, now that now that I'm sitting down and I really have to kind of explain what has happened here, like. Oh, I guess that doesn't make a whole lot of fucking sense. <laughs> like, I'll I'm, try again tomorrow. Right, exactly. You know, so in the, in the screenplay, you can just kind of you know gloss over stuff like that. You know, like you know, but uh, when you're actually trying to make it make sense in, in you know like long form, then it doesn't. You know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't think that the character would really be doing something like that there. But so it was a good exercise. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. At this point, I'm not sure what's going to happen, if I'm going to continue working on the novella or just use that to polish up the screenplay or what, what have you. Um, you know, I would like to, you know, it would be really cool to get it made as a movie one day just to you know, kind of to commemorate, uh, you know, like I'm not, I'm not claiming responsibility for the fact that the Mariners broke the curse. Uh, I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, like, they, they got there themselves. I'm, I mean, I'm not even saying whether or not our you know, characters succeeded, right? I mean, no spoilers. So, uh, <laughs> so you know, but uh, anyway, so that's another thing that we do. We have our glorified comic book series. We have uh, uh, a 
card game that goes along with our 4D album that we're working on now. Um, you know, Kyle has beer recipes for our Nobody's Hero album. And, um, you know, Dan's our Twitch streamer. We're going to be putting all this stuff as part of the rebranding re process into uh, not only our Facebook page, but then like a revamped uh, website that we're, uh, we're working on slowly. <laughs> so as you know, quickly as I can write the copy for it, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be working that working on that and getting that together. So, all right. I think, uh, I think I said what I need to say about that. Did I miss anything? Um, That's huh? good. Nailed it. Yeah. Listen to, uh, listen to Chad hates George and days and days and escape from the zoo. Get the whole experience there, uh, from Houston, Texas, folk punk at its finest. Uh, watch Dave made a maze on Amazon prime and drink the Cali cream and vanilla cream ale from mother earth brew company. All right. Uh, we will not be doing an episode next week because we're going to be doing boot camp, but we will back, be back the week after with more shenanigans. So uh, anything else to add? We got it? No, no that, that was everything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Aloha. See you. Peace out. You've been listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Second Player Score. Don't you know the world cannot be safe?